0: you're listening to the paradigm you podcast hey dad bring us in you're listening to the paradigm you podcast you're about to start transforming your life by growing your mind and expanding your paradigms here we'll cover real life topics just like the stuff you'd share with a good friend this podcast will serve up topics that weigh on our hearts and keep us up at night whether it's navigating parenthood and becoming an adult or wayfinding personal development marriage and money you my friend are in the right place if you're wanting a lot more in life, to feel better, to heal, to have peace of mind, to feel powerful and alive, and to bring more abundance and prosperity in your life, then this podcast is for you. Here, we'll offer the opportunity to shift your paradigms by growing your mind. And when you do that, anything you want becomes possible for you. I'm glad you're here. You're listening to the Paradigm U Podcast. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about upper limits. Have you ever felt momentum only to soon after feel completely knocked down? Maybe it's weight loss, financial momentum, or accomplishing a goal that you've been working towards. You guys, this has happened to me habitually over the years. So many times when I look back, it's almost comical. I make massive strides towards my goals only to witness myself feel knocked down soon after. What I didn't know was that I, like many of you, have an internal setting called an upper limit. Now, an upper limit is much like a threshold or a thermostat that our subconscious or our current paradigm keeps us set at. If you can imagine like a line and this is we don't go up past that line, that's what I'm talking about. Now, this is fine if we want to stay where we are. But if you're listening to this, I have a feeling you're much like me and we want more, we wanna grow. We want to raise that threshold and break past that current upper limit. Now, the concept of the upper limit was first introduced to me back in 20, I think, 16, when my business coach at the time, Lisa Sarnowski, sent me a book called The Big Leap. And this is written by Gay Hendricks. And the idea that I could have my own belief system Creating a glass ceiling seriously shocked me. You know, I had been working with this coach for a while and she was incredible. And if you're not familiar with Lisa Sarnowski, you've probably heard me reference her. Go back and listen. I have an episode, one of the very first episodes on this podcast. I think it's called This Girl is on Fire, and she is an incredible coach and has taken me so many places in my businesses and helped me grow so much, and I invite you to check her out because she will rock your world just like she's rocked mine. But she sent me this book, and at the time I was like, okay, that's weird, a business coach is sending me this book that seemed more like a personal development book than a business book. But in the book, it explained that based on our current belief system, our upper limit is established, and that is the top or the best that we can enjoy in that moment. And when we arrive at something great, maybe a goal that we've achieved, or we've stumbled into a better way of living, or we've surpassed that upper limit in some way, that threshold, eventually we'll sabotage ourselves to reset our life back to where that upper limit wants to keep us, where our belief system or our paradigm thinks that we need to stay. This was fascinating to me when this was first introduced to me. I was like, holy cow, is this actually true? Because I, like many of you, have set goals over the years and worked really hard towards those goals. And yes, I get knocked down from time to time. And I think to myself, why did this happen? Well, that book explaining the concept of upper limits was eye-opening to me. And I want to eye-open open? Wait, I open? I want to open your eyes (laughs) to it as well. So, okay, so that was back in like 2016. I had just, actually, I was just about to sell my business and I was starting to envision what was the next step of my life. And when I realized that these upper limits were there and I could see them everywhere once I started to really pick apart this book, I realized that I needed to break them, like break past them. But, It wasn't until 2020, so fast forward to 2020, when I began to learn about the power. That might be an alarm to tell me to drink water. But okay, so fast forward to 2020. I began learning about the power of our subconscious and how we get to understand our own blocks. And once we understand those blocks, we can actually implement steps to raise those upper limits strategically by subconscious reprogramming. We have to acknowledge where and when we're bumping into these. And once we have that awareness, then we get to take the steps to eliminate the limits that keep us from elevating our lives to the levels that we are dreaming about. But if we're not aware of these upper limits, and then we're not aware of what paradigms and what belief systems are actually keeping us trapped in that confined area, we can't go past it. Here's three examples that I have noticed when I, once I started learning about this and paying attention to it. You, you guys are, you're gonna see it everywhere. It's fascinating. So here are three examples of where I've noticed upper limits. And as you listen, see if you can relate to these or if you can overlay these concepts to some areas in your own life. I'd love to hear how you are noticing upper limits occurring and showing up in your own life. The first one is money. Statistics show that 70% of lottery winners eventually go broke. Isn't that shocking? 70% 70% of, and I'm not talking like you won $5, I'm talking you won thousands and millions of dollars. And statistically, 70% of those winners go broke and many of them actually end up filing for bankruptcy. Why, you may ask? Because most of the people, statistically, that are playing the lottery have a belief system and an understanding and a paradigm that says that they are not meant to be people who have a significant amount of money in the bank. And what happens is when they all of a sudden have a significant amount of money, then their subconscious goes to work and they self-sabotage themselves in so many ways. They just attract the sabotage, leading them to eventually go broke and most of them filing for bankruptcy. That's because their internal setting and their belief system is set at a level or a threshold that says that they do not believe that they are wealthy people. And so they will do act or they will take actions and do things to get rid of that money and they'll attract things or events or experiences that will help them to remove that money and get them back to reset where that upper limit says that they should be at. Guys, this is what a paradigm is. This is the belief structure that keeps us right where we're at. And once we can recognize this and blow past this, it's amazing what is available to us. So money is a big one. And I see this a lot. I do quite a bit of financial coaching and I help people to build wealth. Specifically, I typically help people build wealth with investing in real estate or businesses. And when I'm talking with somebody who says that they want to have more money, more income, or they want to create passive income streams, before we can even identify what that looks like, we actually have to go back and say, okay, what are my belief systems? What will happen when I have this money? And we do a lot of envisioning of what that life is going to be and who they need to be to actually be somebody who is a wealthy person that has passive income. I am right there alongside many of the people that I've worked with. Because when I started to experience success, I too was self-sabotaging myself to get myself back to that level or that paradigm where my upper limit wanted to keep me. Once I realized that that was no longer serving me and helping me to get to the life that I actually wanted to create, then I was able to start implementing the steps to raise that upper limit and eventually blow it out of the water. Here's another example of where upper limits can knock people down very, very easily. You know, I do a lot of business coaching, and I coach people who are entrepreneurs or who aspire to be entrepreneurs. This is typically people who have a dream and they're like, you know what, I'm at this W-2 job, I'm working nine to five, but I've always wanted to do X. Well, when we're working together, we can actually create the plan, I help them, every step of the way, create those business plans to get them where they want to go. But interestingly, and this really knocked me down as a coach for many years because I couldn't understand the overlay or the connection with this. Interestingly, we would outline everything. They'd be like, yep, I got this. And fascinatingly, a couple months into the process, they would not be where they should be. And I really took that personal for personal personally. Yep, that's my hard word. I'll, I'll never know, thanks TLC. But I would take that to heart and I would say, gosh, I must not be coaching them properly because they I'm not getting them where they want to be. But it's very clear to me what the roadmap is to get them there. But once I started understanding what an upper limit was and how our paradigms keep us right where we are supposed to be not supposed to be, but where our belief system says we're supposed to be, I realized that we could do all of the planning in the whole wide world. But if we couldn't break down that paradigm and that upper limit, I couldn't get anybody to get past that threshold because they would self-sabotage themselves one way or the other, whether it was I just would start, they would start procrastinating, they wouldn't do the work, they would start skipping, or this is the interesting one, they would start telling themselves stories that would keep them where they were at with that threshold. They would do things or start aligning with people or start listening to people that would say, hey, you are not built to be an entrepreneur. You are built to be an employee who works a nine-to-five job doing X, Y, or Z, regardless of if you're happy or not. And that is my role in this world. I am here. My One of my missions is to break and blow those paradigms right out of the water. Because if your belief system is keeping you set in a way that doesn't actually light you up, where you don't feel fulfilled but you're continuously taking actions to sabotage yourself, to keep you at that level, you guys, that's not going to serve you. And interestingly, if you really want to like scale it back, I guess I got to drink a lot of water, sheesh. If that is your paradigm, and if we don't scale that back, you're going to stay at that level. But if we can recognize that, that that's what's keeping you stuck, then we can get you to the place that you need to be so that you can make the impact on this world that you are meant to make, so that you can raise the frequency and vibration of all of the people that you are meant to impact. But you can't do that if you're stuck. Now, the last one, this was an interesting one, is relationships and family. Now, when I thought about this one, I was like, yeah, I can totally see this in so many, it plays out in so many different areas, but I in. In particular, I want to back up a little bit. So, I'm in a season of life. I've been married for a long time. I have kids. You know, I've been with the same partner for a really long time. Quite frankly, I don't even know how many years we've been together. I've kind of stopped counting. But when you think about finding a partner, I think this is an example of where that upper limit can actually keep a lot of people stuck. You know, when I was in my 20s, I witnessed a lot of my friends start partnering up with people that, in my opinion, did not serve them and wasn't the best connection. A few times, I even spoke up. Oftentimes, those relationships, my friendships typically didn't uh, last after that because I could see the writing on the wall. I'd say, hey, you guys, this person is not the person for you. But interestingly, if you take a step back and now many years later, I can look back and reflect on this. I can see that that might have been an upper limit or a paradigm or a belief system that that person was meant to connect with and and link up with this other person. This plays out a lot, unfortunately, with people and abuse. Maybe you have someone in your world that you know that has been in an abusive relationship and they get out of that relationship through help, support, maybe even gumption of their own. But soon after, they end up in a very similar relationship, receiving that same level of abuse, whether it's physical, emotional, verbal, whatever it looks like. That is because those people have a belief system, a paradigm, and an upper limit that says that this is where you need to be. This is the type of life that you're supposed to have. Now, we can do a lot of the like looking back and trying to figure out how that belief system and paradigm was established, but I'm not going to dive into that on this episode. What I want to make clear is that that's an upper limit. If somebody ends up in a relationship that's way better than they think they're supposed to be in, you better believe they're going to quickly end up sabotaging that relationship in some way, shape, or form. Maybe you can reflect on this and you have somebody in your life that's done these things or maybe that's you and you're like, yeah, I was with somebody that was like five levels way above me and so I made some really crappy decisions and I sabotaged that relationship. This happens more than I'd like to admit and I see it a lot, unfortunately. I also see this with relationships as far as friendships or business partnerships when somebody starts partnering with somebody else on a business level and they feel like maybe that person is at a higher level, all of a sudden, that in one way, you could say this is elevating them. But if they don't believe that they are worthy of that, if their subconscious is telling them that that is too good for them, they need to get out because that's like out of their comfort zone, that upper limit is going to kick in. And they're going to sabotage themselves in one way, shape, or form to to get them bumped back down. Here's the thing. It doesn't have to be that way. Whether it's money, business, relationships, you name it, you can overlay the concept of upper limits and belief systems and like that paradigm structure to any area of your life, I bet. And if you start paying attention, you may even notice where you yourself are bumping up to those upper limits. You know, interestingly, this actually happened to me with weight loss. I had been at a place where I had, you know, fluctuated a little bit, but it had always been a little bit overweight. And I finally was like, I really need to get my sugar control, uh, sugar intake under control. And so I put in a lot of work. I got myself to a really great spot. Interestingly, soon after that, some things happened in my life and I knocked that down. And I can see if I look back now to that season of my life that I was implementing a lot of the sabotage to get me back to that higher weight to get me to the place where I'm not exercising on a regular basis, or I wasn't eating properly, or or I was consuming a lot of sugar. Why? Because I had a paradigm and an upper limit that said, whoa, 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 you're not supposed to be that skinny. You're not supposed to have that much energy and feel that great. So I had to do the work to actually understand why would I actually wanna knock myself down? Isn't that what I want? And it, even if it was what I wanted, I wasn't going to be able to stay at that high level unless I was aware of what those upper limits were and what were my habits that I would actually implement to knock me back down. So I want to ask you, what are your upper limits? What areas of of your life do you believe that you are actually built for more but are choosing whether subconsciously or consciously to knock yourself down? You know, I chose to record on this topic specifically because I am coaching a lot of people right now and I see too many people that are incredible. They are lights in this world meant to be doing big things, but I'm watching them dimming their light. They're telling themselves stories that really just knock themselves down or keep them playing small. Some people may believe this, and may believe that they're meant to stay in place small, but some of them that I'm talking with and I'm witnessing feel it in their bones. They feel like they're built for more. They feel like they are here on this planet to do something far bigger than what they're doing, but they haven't really seen or figured out what that path is and cannot understand at this point why they're not there. Well, here's what I can tell you. Once you start recognizing, yes, I feel it, I feel like I'm creating resistance or I'm experiencing resistance, then you can actually start taking the steps to bump up and eventually eliminate that upper limit. I actually believe that upper, Uh, let me back up, I believe this now, but this is a new belief. Up until recently, I thought that you just had to keep raising that upper limit. And once you bumped up to it and you started feeling yourself get knocked down a little bit, you just had to be aware and keep bumping or moving that threshold or that thermostat up higher. You know, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm working with and I am being mentored by a shaman. And Sophia this year is teaching me to question even that belief. When I was explaining to that recently, because I said, you know, Sophia, the last few months I feel like I hit my upper limit and I'm at capacity and I'm getting knocked down and I'm doing some of the work to, to really work through that but I feel like that upper limit, like I just, I keep bumping up against it and I get knocked back down. This happened for me actually uh, back in January, so a couple months ago. I had wanted so badly to become a published author. That was something that I was really, really excited about and had daydreamed about for years. Well, it came true in January. Not only did I become a published author, but I became of an overnight an Amazon best-selling author. <laughs> this is a really exciting thing, but interestingly, as soon as that happened, I felt myself bump up against that upper limit, my belief system that said, nope, nope, April, you are a kid from a town that has less than 500 people. For the first few years of your life, you lived in the tiniest little trailer ever. You, my friend, are not somebody who is a a best-selling author. And I witnessed myself over the next few weeks and even into months, unravel a lot of the work that I had been doing and start hiding out because I had hit that high level. I had hit a level that was beyond the threshold or that thermostat that I had. Well, when I'm bumping up against that upper limit and then I'm starting to hide out and I'm sabotaging myself because I've hit that upper limit, that's not serving anyone. That's not serving myself, the people that I love, And it's not serving the people that I intend to help make an impact on this planet. If my goal is to create expansion for others, but I can't get myself beyond that and I'm starting to sabotage myself and knock myself down, that's not serving any of us. So that, my friend, is why I'm recording this episode today. Because I want to, one, be completely transparent and vulnerable and share, yes, there are times when I hit upper limits and I knock myself back down because my belief system that's deeply ingrained at the subconscious level tells me what that threshold should be. But I can also tell you that I have enough education at this point, and I've done enough deep digging to understand that we can change our paradigms. That's why Paradigm U was named Paradigm U, to change each of our paradigms, to create expansion so that we can continue to take that next step, to grow, to raise that belief system structure and to raise that upper limit and eventually eliminate it because those limits don't help us. They don't allow us to elevate our lives to the levels that we are dreaming about and that we are built for. And in fact, a lot of times those upper limits are coming to us from external If you really get quiet with yourself and you ask yourself, what am I here on this planet to do? Who am I here to serve? And what expansion am I meant to make in this world? I have a a sneaking suspicion that you probably know exactly what the answer is to that. And if that's the case, I want to invite you to listen to this and listen to this episode again and again until you can identify exactly what those upper limits are. All right. On that note, cheers to good karma. Thank you for listening to this entire podcast. I hope this episode has left you feeling curious and inspired. This podcast is intended to create expansion in your life through unique stories and shared experiences. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I have a request. I'd like to ask you to share this podcast with your friends and family. I bet they'd enjoy it just as much as you have. And if you found value, please share this on your social media outlets. That is good karma in action, my friends. All right, it is now closing time. Cheers to good karma and the power to choose joy. Hey, you've been listening. I love you, Mommy. It's closing time.